Peace and love, Chief. Are you there? Yes, yes. Greetings, brother. I'll lead to us. See you. How are you feeling? So, as of recently, yeah. you allowed me on your platform. We spoke. We had an excellent build. You know, we also spoke on Instagram as well. And I want to give a shameless plug to the family. Uh, you know, the Chief is not only on YouTube, so definitely check out his channel. And he's on Instagram. So, before I get into, you know, the conversation, Chief, would you mind if you could tell the family who you are and where they can find you at? All right, sure, sure, sure. Um, well, first off, I just want to say, you know, um, before I, I, I get into any type of um, any type of build, whether it's on my platform or any other, you know, platform that you know of the lineage, you know, I like to give thanks to the Great Spirit. You know what I mean? Um, the Most High. Some people may say God or whatever, but I just choose to use Great Spirit or the Most High. Um, secondly, I would like to give thanks to my ancestors because, to me, they are the physical and to me spiritual conduit to the source so I, I like to acknowledge them as well you know so with that being said we got that out, out of the way also just want to give thanks to each and every one of you guys on, on the chat um, for those who haven't heard of me or don't know about me um, you know I go by the title you know Chief Kalanago Flying Eagle and I could just give a, a brief history about who I am some people may say well you have an accent well that's because um, I was born in a very small island in the Caribbean called Dominica. So by lineage and, you know, um, my immediate, immediate lineage, I'm Carib. What So Carib is, uh, you know, people, the new term or the new word, or Kalanago, all right? So those are my people, but doing more in-depth research into my genealogy, you know, um, my fourth and fifth grandparents were actually back and forth on the main line, and that's where the Cherokee, comes in. Uh, the, Cher the original name for Cherokee is Anionwea. So I have a lot of ties within the Cherokee um, blood. So I'm of Kalanago and Cherokee. So I claim both, you know, lineage. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've been on this journey for a while now. Um, when I first started, you know, a lot of people thought I was actually crazy when I told them, you know, we are actually the American Indians. Um, the thing is, in um, the educational system is a little bit different in the Caribbean opposed to the mainland. And what I mean by that is the teachings is a little bit different because I always learned that I was actually an Amerindian. Now they didn't say American Indian, which is two separate words, but they said Amerindian. So they joined both words and created one. So we were, we were always taught that we were Amerindians. All right. But when I um, made the transition to come into the mainland, you know, the United States, and when I say the United States, a lot of people say, especially in the Caribbean or different parts of the world, when people hear United States, they think America. OK, America is not the United States. The United States is not America. America is a construct that was created on the American continent. Some people may say a nation, a country. I call it a corporation because that's what it is. All right. So with that being said, came here and um the ancestors put me on this journey and I resurrected, um, you know, the autochthon American people nation. And uh, the rest is, um, I wouldn't say history, the rest is the future. But that's where we are now. Now, um, with that said, oh, well, First of all, first and foremost, thank you so much for giving that excellent introduction. Actually, you know, based off that introduction, I learned a little bit more about you as well because I've definitely been following you. But it's always a pleasure to keep, you know, learning more as we build our relationship. Now, um, where can the family find you on the internet? Where are you at? Okay, well, uh, my YouTube is um, American Aboriginal Sun, and Sun is S U N. You know, the reason why I chose Sun is because that's what it was. 
and the man, you know, put in the S-O-N. But we are children of light. At least I can speak for myself. I'm a child of light. So um, the sun gives light. So I, I resonate with that. Um, I'm an Aries, March 23rd, the very beginning of the year. So I know what that means. All right. So um, American Aboriginal Sun on YouTube, uh, on Instagram, just Chief Kalanago Flying Eagle. And on Facebook, just Kalanago Flying Eagle. So those are my platforms. And I'm all about teaching truth as best to my ability you know if um, for some reason that something i put out there may not be complete i always like to go back and retract and update the information because i'm about to from truth and life so with that said you know you gave me a background of where you're from you know a little bit of history greatly appreciate it so i wanted to ask just to make sure you're not black no, I'm absolutely not black. Um, as a matter of fact, if I may, if you allow me to, um, this is black. So I haven't actually never seen anybody who looked like this. So, you know, um, to answer your question, no, I'm not black. Now, not in color, not in the abstract form, or not in identity form. I'm not black, period. Now, I, I wanted to ask you, should we as a people you know, our brothers and sisters, should we be calling ourselves black? Well, um, if I were to speak, you know, for um, everybody, I would suggest that people don't or continue to call themselves black. For one, um, at a very young age, one of the first things I learned, even when I, you know, by when I first started reading, that black is an adjective. And the last time I checked, I was considered a noun. So if we were to look at that alone in itself, it, I mean, it just doesn't even fit. You see what I'm saying? So to answer your question, how can you be an adjective? An adjective describes a noun. So you cannot be an adjective. So so again, let's go back to just grammar, period, right? That's one thing. Another reason is when you call yourself black, of course we know black is a the color, then you would have to ask yourself, well, what nationality is black? That's number one. The second question is, where in the world does black has a flag that represents black? That's the second question. The third question is, um, a lot of people don't know that black means that you are dead in law, which is a term that's called solivite patus. It means that you are dead in law, all right? And here's another thing. And um, people have the right to the free will to practice what they can. I don't advocate, you know, homosexuality or lesbianism, but however, I have to respect their organization. And what I mean by that is even now they have a flag that's being flown next to the American flag all over the country. Even in the Capitol House in Wisconsin, they raised the homosexual, I mean, the, the LGBT flag, whatever you want to call it. My question is, where's black people's flag? Even an organization like the LGBT have a flag and black people been singing the same song forever. Where's their flag? So I guess that should answer their question. Very well put, very well put. Now, you and I were on Instagram earlier today and you were saying some things that were really blowing my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and at any point, if you want to change the tide of the conversation, please feel free to. I just, I was really um, gravitating to some of the information you were sharing earlier. We were talking about integration and segregation mm -hmm. and you were bringing some key points mm -hmm. that with all due respect, I've never heard people say before would you mind 
re, re, you know, touching on those points again for me? Absolutely, yeah, man. I don't mind, you know, reiterating a little bit of um, the conversation. And, you know, we're just flowing, you know I mean? Of course, we, we didn't script this, so we're just going with the flow. But with that being said, when it comes to the topic of segregation, segregation and integration, for me, I look at it from a broader perspective and what it is now, okay? If I were able to go back into the past, all right, and one my ancestors i remember one time i was asking myself and i actually asked that in a build if we were able to go back and one of our ancestors as to what would befall us in this day and age would we actually want them you know if somebody had paid us let's just say 20 million dollars okay to go back in time and one our ancestors and say listen if you do this this is what's going to happen would you take the 20 20 million dollars instead of telling them the truth and I have to ask myself this question honestly, and I have to answer in truth. And when it, it was when I answered the question in such sincerity, I would actually turn down $20 million today, all right, and choose to go back and warn my ancestors because I cannot put a value on the, the genocide that our people have faced, right? So when it comes to segregation, you know, we are here and now. All right, we cannot get rid of the oppressors because you have spoken on this many, many on many occasions that we don't have the physical capability of doing that at this time. So I do not promote a revolution that deals with the physical aspect of who we are. However, mentally, we could change that. All right, but we'll get into that a little later. So in terms of segregation, I look at it this way, right? The Chinese are able to come together, create their own communities, and it's like they are segregated, but they are not, right? The Jews get to do it. The Arabs get to do it. So why can't we do it? That's just what I'm saying. We could still be who we are and create what we have and still be the master or the superpower in our land and let that be known and still be able to, to deal and do commerce with other races because it has always been that way. The only thing is we have lost our way. So I do believe, and then that's just my belief, people don't have to agree with me, I would love for everybody who's not from here as Aboriginals to just get up and leave us alone. That would be the perfect world for me. But obviously, it's not going to happen now. So yes, we all could get along, but we just need to get along as who we are and not who they want us to be. Now, one one thing you were saying that really sparked my interest is how we approach integration. Mm-hmm. You know, we've approached integration from a position of being a tenant mm-hmm. yep. versus a landlord. Now, right. keep in mind, I never said that before I heard you yeah. expound on that. Right. You, you know, refresh me on that one. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I don't mind diving into that, okay? Um, some people may know or may not know, um, we are the original people of the land, right? So therefore, by birthright and pedigree, you know, and I'm using that word Lord very lightly because, um, well, we're not going to get biblical, but landlord means that, you know, you own, all right? It belongs to you. And a tenant means that somebody is, you know, paying some type of tenancy, right? So we were in the position of land owners. We had all the allodial titles, okay? What's called Aboriginal titles, which they took out of the picture, period. Anything that deals with Aboriginal, is it is not in history. However, if you go past history, which is prehistoric America, then all of a sudden you'll start reading books that speak of the Aboriginals, all right? So with that being said, 
we were at a point where when they came, all right, we had all the allodial titles to the land before 1933. Nobody, period, whether it was an immigrant or the original people, nobody paid a mortgage, nobody paid taxes, none of that existed, right? So, when, once they started instituting, you know, governments and statutes and codes, right, then people started paying taxes. Even then, the people who were coined Indians were Indians not taxed. They didn't have to pay taxes. If you feel me? But because of the knowledge and us losing our weight and too many of our people wanted to be more like the United States citizens, we gave up a lot of our identity to be associated with them and to become them and to be part of their society. So now we became tenants, okay, opposed to being the landlords. So it's kind of like switching places and that's what's happening right now. Mm. Now, um, another thing that you were saying, mm. you know, cause I was, uh, well, actually, oh yeah, yeah, okay. I, I'll go there, I'll go there. Mm. We were talking about, well, you said a key word in terms of identification. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we identify, and a lot of these terms are misnomers. They, they, they're kind of just made up. Every 50 years or so, we come with a new way to identify ourselves. Yeah. You were telling a story that really made my antenna tweak. Mm-hmm. You were saying how you had an experience Mm-hmm. where you had used an identification card and you were able to operate mm-hmm. in your true identity. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and you were telling a specific mm-hmm. scenario and something that particularly happened to you. Could you, yeah. could, could you tell me that again? Yeah. Well, you know, when, when, when the whole concept of us being, you know, indigenous or American Indians or aboriginals, whichever term that fits you best, um, I was, and I could say that emphatically to be a fact, that I was one of the first people who were actually traveling with an indigenous ID because even, you know, I have, I have a lot of respect for, for the Moors and even when I told the Moors that I had my own ID traveling on, on planes, they didn't believe that and I actually showed some of them how to do it. You know what I mean? So I know that for a fact. So what it was, how it all, it all began was, like I said, um, the, you know, the ancestors gave me the zeal and, 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 you know, and the spirit, the tenacity to put this, this nation together for all the lost, my, all my lost brothers and sisters who didn't know who they were. So I wanted us to come. I know the, 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 the benefits, all right, of unity, okay? One man could definitely build, you know, a, 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 a house, but many women and men could build a village, a community, right? Build a nation. So I wanted to put that together. So we had our own identification. I was already aware of um, UNDRIP, United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People. Even if it's not legally binding, I used it in a lot of court cases and I whooped their asses. So uh, that worked, right? Also, I, I was aware of House Resolution 331. I used that in a lot of court cases as well. I whooped their butts. Um, I knew of a lot of declarations that I used. But with that being said, I understood or I understood uh, the, the concept of what it means to self-identify, self-determination, all right? And as a man, I tell myself, I tell people, before the labels, I'm a man first, a man made in the likeness and image of the creator. So that means no other institution or other man or woman get to tell me what to do. You feel me now? If you choose to validate my rights, you got the guns, you got the tanks, hey, hands up, don't shoot, you feel me? But at the end of the day, what I was doing was within my rights. So to answer your question, 
we had a, we have our own IDs. I was getting ready to travel, but the spirit led me to call TSA first. So actually, no, I called the airline. I said, hey, listen, I'm, I'm an American Indian and I, I'm, I would like to buy a ticket. I'm going to travel. Well, they said, hey, the airline said this. They said, as long as you have your, you know, your ticket and you can show an ID, that's you, then we don't have a problem. I said, great, perfect. But then I wasn't comfortable with that. So the spirit said again, you know what, call TSA. I called TSA. And when I called TSA, um, the first woman who answered the phone, she said, well, once the prompt came on, she said that, well, or the machine or whatever said that this call is going to be recorded. I didn't have a problem with that. So I told her, hey, I always record my calls as well for training purposes. Now, if you do it, I could do it. So I have that on my voicemail because one thing you have to do with this system, and I'm just going to digress a little bit, right? That you always have to have proof of everything because they'll try to set you up, especially when you're in a position to make an attempt to, you know, uplift your people and enlighten your people. So I record everything, right? So I said, well, this conversation is also being recorded for training uh, you know, purposes. She said, oh, well, you can't record me. I said, hold up, you recorded me. I have a right to record you. This is a conversation. It's public. I know everybody else is listening. She hung up the phone. So I called back and asked to speak to the supervisor. And I told the supervisor, hey, you know, I spoke to a lady. She hung up the phone because I, I told her I was recording. And the supervisor said, well, you know what? Um, we don't um, we don't allow people to record us. Well, I said, well, how fair is it? You get to record me and I can't record you, all right? So I am gonna record the conversation. So anyway, she said, it's not a problem. I, the supervisor said, okay. They put the person back on the line. So they said, well, why did you call? I said, well, I'm getting ready to travel. I'm an Aborigine, I'm indigenous. I have our own nation ID and I would like to use it to travel. They were like, well, what's your name? I said, I don't have a name, I have a title. You know, Chief Kalanago Flying Eagle. Right? Which is pretty much the same thing, but I didn't want them to think like it's a name, like, you know, the all cap name, right? So they said, fine. I heard it's the typewriter that's going from off and on, blah, 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 blah. They didn't ask for what tribe or nothing like that. She was like, um, well, oh, well, sir, um, you know, she said, so I said, you don't have to call me, sir. I'm not a boy. You just call me chief. That's the title. That's fine. She, and I have the recorded conversation for proof. I have the email and everything. I show everybody if they want to doubt me. And she said, well, okay, you know what? That's fine. As long as you show your ID, you could travel and yes you can I said well I know I was just going to let you know I'm not going to ask you and um, that was fine and then they sent me an email um, I, I would say maybe two or three days later and they said that on I think it was December on November 17th 2017 they updated all the all, they updated the way they dealt with indigenous people in their system and they apologized and they thanked me for calling and they said you know and that was that and just um, last week one of our, of our indigenous sisters, did, um, she went to TSA, same thing. She didn't have a problem because I'd already laid, laid the path. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, I tell people it's about doing. Once you know who you are, okay? Once you know who you are, then stand up and be who you are. You don't have to be what they want you to be. You are not being true to yourself. And they know who we are. But the thing is, once you step up and you're afraid or you're not sure, they are going to push back. But once you know who you are and you could articulate yourself, then the doors are open wide. Let me get this straight. You trailblazed a path, Mm -hmm. changed the whole policy? Well, because I I was adamant about the way, about who I am. You know, I got the email to prove it and I'm going to share it on on, on a lie. You know what I mean? Like, they changed the system, the policy, and, you know, for one, the recording power policy. So now you could record them, that was changed, and you could travel domestically, that is. Uh, let me just make that clear. All right, you could travel domestically with your indigenous ID. 
you know, and I want to put out to the family, you know, because just like you were saying earlier, they say, you know, well, Crumb, what's the solution? What are we supposed to do? And, you know, so on and so forth. And the reality is just walk within our truth. Mm-hmm. Operate within our truth. Yeah. Follow the spirit, you know. And those were just some of the simple things mm-hmm. that you had did to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the family would be like, well, Crumb, I got my gun. You know, it's like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Saying don't put your gun down, nothing like that. However, you know, with all due respect to the family, we're playing chess, not checkers. And, you know, um, it's brain over brawn. I could be, you know, proverbial in that sense. And, you know, the way that you followed the spirit, the way that you used your intellect, and they work with you versus, you know, somebody who. A lot of the family that I would talk to, that I have talked to, they would say, oh, well, you can't do that and just leave it at that. But, you know, um, I told my son, you know, I'm not going to be a grammar Nazi in terms of what you say, but I don't want to hear you say I can't. Nothing is a failure but a try. And had you not done it, everybody, oh, we can't do that. To, To do that, you need this. Right, right, right. Are you saying that because you tried something different or are you saying that because you're just going with the flow? And too often, I see where the family just goes with the flow. Okay, I'm black. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, You're black. Okay, I'm black. You know, you got to get an ID. Okay, I got to get an ID. You know, and, and, and it's just that we just go with the flow. And to see someone who didn't necessarily challenge it, they just stood on their square and said, hey, you know, I am a person, I want you to respect my rights, I am a, a, a uh, civilized mind who can communicate and express an idea. And, and and through you able to do that, we were able as a family to walk down that path that you trailblazed. And it's just like... And, and, and here's the thing, brother, you know, I tell people, you know, you know, when you grow into knowledge, you know, everything beautiful doesn't have to be harsh, okay? If you look at a tree, the most beautiful part of a tree is the leaves. I mean, the, 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 the flowers, right? But a flower is gentle, but yes, it is so beautiful, right? It is the most beautiful part of the tree. It's not the root because you can't see the root, right? It's not the stem, all right? You can't see the stem. It's not, but when you, you can see the stem, but it's not the most beautiful part. So I tell people there's nothing wrong in being kind. We don't always have to be, if you don't do this, and like, I, don't, I don't get into all that. You see, because when you know truth, it's an energy that you 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 you, you let out, and people see that energy. Real recognize real. And one thing I'll tell you about you know the system of pale skin people, when they see the real energy, they acknowledge it. Okay, I'll I'll tell you something, and and I and I tell other people, it's not about fighting. Okay, with the physical fight, it's fighting the mental fight. And and ninety five percent of the times, we are our own biggest enemy because we are defeated by our own mind. And I'll, give, and I'll tell you another exper- experience that I had. I mean, it has happened on numerous occasions, but, you know, I grew up in Brooklyn. And, uh, but recently, about, I would say about a year and a half ago, right, for those who know Brooklyn well, there's a long avenue called Church Avenue, right? And it depends on the direction that you're coming from. I was actually going west, uh, actually east, east, um, Church Avenue. And the light was green, traffic and everything. And... The, the police was coming up 
they was coming up and I was walking down, right? They was in a, in a caravan. I would say about seven or eight of them in um, the caravan. And the driver was actually the sergeant, the Caucasian woman. Brother, I tell you no lie. Whenever I see whoever, it don't matter who it is, I like to watch them face because the eyes never lie. I want you to know, I know who I am. I always walk in my feathers. I had my regalia in, you know, you know, wonderful, lack of a better term, all right? I was dressed in my indigenous attire, put it that way, okay? Full feather head piece and everything. I had my, uh, this is a rock and tail, but I had a, a long fox, you know, I'm sitting in my neck. I mean, I was just all decked out indigenous, right? So I'm walking down. The light was green. I'm telling you, no joke. The sergeant stopped the caravan in the middle of the street while it's green. Okay? She watched me dead eye and she saluted. Real talk. She stopped the traffic and she saluted. I just salute and nod ahead. She smiled and she drove off. You see, they know who we are. And when you know who you are, that's what's going to make you win that fight. Okay? It's not the illusion of things. You have to win that fight as your true organic self. It's the only way we're going to win this. Brother, brother, brother. When you started telling that story, I was prepared for the classic Negro, Black, colored, African-American, uh, um, uh, you know, that story where, you know, they choke us out and we got to, you know, hands up, don't shoot. Nah. I was expecting you to go in that direction. Nah, not at all, not at all. Not at all, because you see, again, you, people have to realize, man, every, everything, we live in a world of duality, okay? Everything is not bad and everything is not good. Believe that. Even if there's a force fighting against us, what happened to the force that's fighting for us? It's just that people choose to gravitate to the force that's fighting against us and not the force that's fighting for us, okay? There are galactic laws that these people have to honor in the spirit or else they're just going to be done. All right, but the only way they could violate our rights is when we volunteer or we acquiesce. It's all voluntary. A vampire cannot come into your house through the back door. It has to be invited through the um, through the front door. So we're the ones that's, that's that's doing this voluntarily. That's why in my book I said slavery is it's voluntary, and that's a fact. Even before Kanye West said that. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said a word, and my apologies, I've got to change the title of the conversation. You are an author, you are a published author with a book. Now you've got to elaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I wrote a book, you know, titled, you know, Everyone is a Slave Unless. And I broke down, and I broke down, you know, the whole concept of where it all started, you know, who's responsible, why you are enslaved, broke down, past, you know, the concept of, the birth certificate, which I do in my bills, certain ways to deal with the police and the system when you go to court and deal with judges and part on how to start the process of what's called the indigenous standing process of how to start, you know, detaching yourself from the in you know, um, personality, which in means that the all corporation, all caps name. All right. So, yeah. So that's what the book is entitled. Well, with that said, where can I find this book at, Chief? Yeah, um, well, it's actually on um, the website. I could post that in the link. I actually just ordered a few, and um, I actually just checked it today. They said that there's a slight delay, but I ordered a few, and it should be here, I would say, hopefully by Thursday or Friday. But I have a few of them on the way, so I'll definitely post the link. I, I'm not going to post it just now because I don't want people to order and then have them waiting because I've ordered for a while, and I actually have two sisters waiting. And it's bad enough that I feel bad that it hasn't arrived. But I order, I get the books 
ask people all of them I don't want to just get a whole bunch of books and just store it and then they're not you know being sold you feel me so when somebody order it I call the company and then they would just send the print to me just out of curiosity because I've been flirting with the idea what inspired you to write the book well for one, you know, um, it was just a lot of information, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quite frank. The information that in, that's in the book, um, 80% or if not more of the information is public information. It's just that people don't know where to find specific things. I'm a great researcher. Um, you know, I when I study and I, and I seek, I seek in truth and I seek in the spirit. So whenever I'm looking for things, I, for some reason, I know what the reason is, but I find things that people are not able to find. So I took all of that and put it in a book because I believe, not that I believe, I don't believe in belief because in the word belief, you have a lie. So I only believe in truth and knowing, right? So in knowing the fact that our people perish for the lack of knowledge, you see what I'm saying? I wanted to bring the knowledge to the people where it is just so easy to read and comprehend. So whenever I teach or I give lectures, I make sure that a two-year-old, a three-year-old could comprehend exactly what I'm trying to convey. So that was the mo- the motivation. I'm just tired of our people's state of being, all right? I'm just tired of our people not knowing, okay? And um, I'm trying to get old people away from the, the concept of if you want to hide anything from a you-know-what, put it in a book. That's not true. Some people don't read and a lot more read. But I want more for all people to read and study. So I just felt like I wanted to have something tangible that I could give them. So even if I'm after I'm gone physically, then my words, just like in these videos, will still be here, which is immortal. I have gotten a lot of pushback from mm-hmm. the family when I refer to these all cap and legus names. Mm-hmm. What is your take on? the so-called slave name. Mm-hmm. All right, so here, here's the thing. Um, I actually just did a build on that recently. I think it might, if people go to my channel, you know, um, American Aboriginal Son, S-U-N, they'll see that and I broke down the concept of the whole birth certificate, right? Um, what people have to realize is that the, the name or the title on the birth certificate, that's not you. Okay, that's a complete entity, a, a whole complete different entity that was created unbeknownst to your mother. Okay, so I'm just gonna try to break it down, you know, in layman's terms, all right, and and just give an, um, a synopsis of what really took place. All right, your mother and father had you, right? And I'm when I say you, I mean people, not you personally, but we all have you. We all are victims of it. Okay, even Caucasians. All right, so our mothers and, fa- and fathers, they had us. That was a natural living baby, all right? The mother thought, well, you know what? I'm going to give my child a name, John, right? John, and let's just say the last name or surname is Smith. By the way, we don't have any last names, okay? Because if family come first, then why is your last name last? (laughs) So we don't have any last names. So I'm just showing you the tricks and the games that they play with us, okay? You have a surname. You don't have a last name. And when sir is a prefix, that means to be above. So therefore, that's why they say family comes first. So when people always ask me, when they, when they, the system ask me, what's my last name? I tell them I don't have a last name. Okay, I come from the family of, all right? So that's another way, again, is to articulate yourself, all right? So with that being said, um, when your mother and your father had this child and they named the child, let's just say John Smith, okay? That was a natural, a natural being, okay, a natural person. 
Now, the government stepped in and said, hey, you know what? I love this little setup. You have a whole trust set up. And in a trust, you have three different components. You have the trust, which is the grantor, all right? And then you have the trustee, and then you have the beneficiary, right? So the father is the grantor. He grants the mother the sperm and trusts the mother with the sperm. She gets pregnant, and she's in trust of the baby, and the baby is the beneficiary. So that's a trust. The same thing with the Trinity. The Trinity is a trust. So a trust has always been there. Trust in God, trust in the Trinity, right? Trust in the three, all right? The beneficiary is the child, all right? So with that being said, the government stepped in and said, hey, you know what? I like I like this trust. I love this setup. I would like to be a part of, the, of your family. But a contract is either implied or expressed. So it, it's, it was implied or expressed verbally, okay? Now, the government gave them a birth certificate. A certificate is just a proof or a record, all right, to show that something exists. So the mother takes the birth certificate, okay, and she put all the names, okay, of the titles. Remember, a name. When you go look at the definition of name, a one of the synonyms for name is title. So therefore, your name is a title. So now you have to register the title. Think about it as a car. If you have a car and you get a title for the car, you register the car. That means motor vehicles own the car. So when your mother registered you, your name, which is a title, she gave up title of you. So now you you went from a natural baby to a title, okay, which they put in all caps, which represent capitus diminutio maximum. You, lo you lose all status and then you become a corporate entity, all right? And what they did was the mother had to sign that, okay, to agree to it and to even for the government to put their seal on it, they put what? A seal. What's a seal? To combine and put together so nothing could come between it. So now you, your mother, your father, and the government, y'all are all one. Okay. Let me just be transparent with the family. Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily excited because it's new information. I'm familiar with information. It's just the way you were able to put it so simply. Now, if anybody's who has, you know, knows Crumb, they know I came up under, you know, I was always a bright or brilliant child or what have you, but you know, I, I didn't really come into an understanding until I came into more science. Right. But the issue that I had with more science is to get that information mm. that you gave the world, mm. I had to pay dues, I had to, I had to, you know, go to secret meetings, I had to drive right. this garb yeah. and you know, you know, they told me I can't share this information with, you know, on Facebook Live or less, you know, I'm a yeah. dummy more or, or something like that. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I appreciate them because they put me at that level, you yeah. know, but to see someone else outside of more science, mm. to share it so freely, to be so fluent mm. is just foreign to me. You know, I was told, you know, don't feed your pearls to the swine. Don't tell the family that. Yes. But you know, if all of us mm -hmm. adopt this knowledge, if, if all of us, if all the family under the sound of my voice was catching it now, we're going to catch it later, would, were, were to purchase that book mm. and, and, and actually live our lives and operate within that, mm. dare I say that would be the revolution. Well, and, and that's the thing, brother, with me. You know, I tell people I'm not here to appease man or woman. I'm here to do the work of the Most High. So if I have to be persecuted for that, then they matters. I'll give them the gun to take me out. I mean, I have, I, have, I have no fear. You know, I know that death doesn't exist. 
Okay, I am not the physical body. The physical body is just a host. You cannot kill my spirit. All right, you take me out. You take out this physical body tomorrow. If I choose to come back tomorrow, you know, like a giant, I'm gonna come back. So the truth of the matter is, knowledge should be shared. That's what knowledge is for. It's public information. I'm not saying anything that's not out there. It's just that I know how to find it and I know how to break it down and I know how to articulate it. So when I, I, I explain things to people, I like to make sure that a child could look at the video and say, well, damn, that makes sense. You know, so when you put yourself in this predicament of accepting the capitus diminutio maxima, which is the all caps name, you are literally saying that you are what? You are a corporation. Now, how can I back that up? And I'm not anti-government, okay? I'm not anti-anything. All I am is just telling the truth because it's actually in their own, what? UCC codes. Now, if you go look at the USC codes, and go look at, I think, Title 25, and you go to F, Section D, what, what, I mean, I think it's Section D, what does it say? When you look at United States, it says United States means what? A federal corporation. So it, those are not my words. That's them telling you that. But people don't research enough, right? So I'm gonna ask the audience a question, right? Let's just say 200 years ago, a dog had a dog. It's called a dog. If a horse had a horse, it's called a horse. So if the United States is a corporation and you call yourself a United States citizen, when, what does that make you? I mean, it's, it's simple. All you got to do is just use your head and think. I mean, the most I gave you a brain, a, a mind to think, family, is that simple. Okay, the United States is an organization. It's an organization. It's a society that was created on our land. As a matter of fact, the United States on paper only exists within a 10-mile radius of the District of Columbia. But because of the brainwashing of the people, they claim to be the 48th Union States, but they are not. You feel me? So you have an option to be part of the United States or be indigenous as we are. I choose to be indigenous, and when it's convenient for me, I will be a United States citizen. Only it doesn't cause me harm. That's it. Now, I know, because you have a way with words to break it down, as you were saying. You know, a part of what a lot of people gravitate to me for, for is because I, I like to put things in layman terms. I personally take offense when people try to use a bunch of big words around me and I'm on my phone like, okay, what does that mean? You know? Um, so with that said, I have a great appreciation for the way you're able to, you know, put them in those terms. I wanted to say, what are some of the benefits of operating within that, you know, and let me just spill the beans. Can you tell me about taxes? <laughs> okay, no, not a problem. Um, here, here's the thing, right? And that's why, again, I tell people when you look at certain movies, um, our people have been taught so much to look at everything from an entertainment perspective, right? But in everything, there is always a lesson, right? So when you look at the movie The Matrix, The Matrix is about what? The Matrix is actually the commercial world. Okay, and for you to step into the commercial world to deal with the agents, you have to know how to operate or else you're going to get hurt. So therefore, that name that's on your birth certificate, the Enligus, the Capitus Diminutio Maxima, was meant to be dealt in the commercial world. Okay, that was only for the commercial world. That's public. Your private life should not be in the public. You see what I'm saying? That's why every government official celebrity they have what's called dbas because they know that's not them doing business ads business ads 
So therefore, they're not teaching the people. They, oh, we love our fans. No, you don't love your fans. You are using your fans. You are miseducating your fans and you are playing the games. Okay, so with that being said, all right, the all caps name is only to deal in commerce because we all got to make a living. So you go into commerce, what you what you're supposed to do, seeing that that name or that title is actually a business, a corporation, you're supposed to, it, it is already registered. But the mistake that a lot of people are doing, they are not owning it. You are one of the owners of that title. Your mother is an owner, your father is an owner, and you are an owner, but you have to claim it. All right, so it is called an estate. If an estate is not claimed, then it's called abandoned. So now that your estate is, in that, is abandoned, now they're able to use it because you're not using it. You see what I'm saying? So that entity, okay, is taxable. That entity could be sued and be sued, but the private man, okay, could only be sued when he or she harms someone. Okay, damages someone's property. That's the only time that a law is broken. Everything else is statutes, codes, and ordinances that only deals with the fictitious entities, which is called a legal person. Okay, but generally for everybody, paying taxes is optional. That's why when you look at your 1040, it says if you believe that you are tax exempt, but the examples that they give you, you think that you don't fit that criteria. But paying taxes is optional because the federal government, the IRS, they are all foreign corporations. Okay? So therefore, if this is my home, how are you going to come come into my home and tell me I got to pay you? No. As a matter of fact, they're supposed to be paying us, but we, we're not united enough to collect. Okay? That is our reparations, what they owe us, because they're supposed to be paying us. You feel me? So at the end of the day, once we know who we are, we, we come together as a collective, then they are supposed to be paying us. They're supposed to deal with us from a government-to-government basis. We should be paying foreigners' taxes in our land. And that's just my take on that. I'm interpreting that as the keys to the revolution. Mm. That's, that's that's my take. That's my interpretation and my understanding of your take. You know, as I'm listening to you, I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. We might have something here as a people. We might be able to get reparations. We might be able to to to, to uh, take back our status within this world mm. if we have the right leadership and guidance and knowledge that you're saying right here. Mm. The other thing I was going to say is based on that. I'm not I'm even scared to ask you mm-hmm. what is your take on us being from Africa how does what does that fit in mm-hmm. if, if at all well I mean it, it does because the masses you know have been led to believe that life originated you know in Africa all right now to me that's even funny because for one you know people have to realize that the world is millions and billions of years old so it begs the question as to when did the first, when was the first time Africa came about, right? And who gave it that name Africa, right? And just into just recent studies, I'm talking about not even too far back. If you just go look at the etymology of Africa, you'll realize that the only part of Africa that was actually called Africa was Tunisia, right? That's number one. Even today earlier, I found out that there was only only three continents after the, the supercontinent there was only three continents, right? It was Europe, Libya. As a matter of fact, at that time, Africa was called Libya and Europe, okay? America was here, but they hadn't migrated to our part of the world just yet. So they hadn't 
acknowledge us or put us on the map. So we were not on the map. It doesn't mean that we, we weren't around. We just wasn't on the map because they hadn't migrated to this side of the world. We have always been here from time immemorial, okay? Um, if plants are not homogeneous, right? If animals aren't, why would humans, why would human, human beings be homogeneous, right? I mean, every continent has indigenous plants, indigenous animals, but for some reason, the most I said, you know what? I'm gonna put indigenous plants in Africa. I'm gonna put indigenous plants in, in, in Europe. I'm gonna put indigenous plants in Asia. I'm gonna do the same thing with animals, but the only species that I gave dominion over everybody else, I'm just gonna put them in one landmass and go find Yahweh. I mean, that's ridiculous, man. I mean, not, children don't even believe that stuff unless they are poisoned with those foolish ideologies, okay? People have been all over this earth, okay? And I'm talking about dark-skinned people from time immemorial, from inception. So we have always been here. Now, does it negate the fact that some Africans did come here? Of course not, all right? I mean, we literally, a lot of us did commerce with other continents even before slavery or so-called slavery. But the truth of the matter is, fam, we have always been here, man. I mean, there, there, there has never been a time that the American Aborigine wasn't. There has never been a time when we were not, you know. And that's that's a beautiful proverb, you know, that that, that puts that fire in my bones to to, to to know that we go so far back. How can you not be, take pride in that? And, you know, if I could just kind of harp on something you were saying about, you know, every single continent mm-hmm. has its own uh, indigenous things mm-hmm as a part of that environment, you know, yeah. and to, you know, I keeping it humble. Right. I, I'm pretty much a nerd. I do a lot of studying, do a lot of reading. I do a lot of listening and I never heard anybody mm. even who was on the, Hey, we're not from Africa, but mm. you know, even when they said they never brought it up and mm. put it in that, you know, uh, 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 looking through it from yeah. that lens and it seems to be such a clear and simple like okay if we really pay attention to all of these things hey you know this is here this is here this you know these all these things are in order why would we be some type of exception and you know before i pass the talking stick back you know um i know a lot of times what I see is that we are in a ego system versus a ecosystem. And I think the, the, the perspective which you bring to the table is looking at all, you know, all things considered. Mm-hmm. versus a narrow lens hey I'm at the top it's yeah. me I'm the the, the the end all be all I'm not going to look at anything else to to, to, to to base my understanding off that so you know with with the approach that you take I can't help but but, but to follow you you know I'm like okay you know what it, it makes perfect sense crystal clear and, and here's the thing brother um, you know and of course you know I have a, a, a lot of respect you know for you since I've met you you have shown me nothing but you know, respect. And and for me, you know, respect is also, you know, it has to be reciprocated. So I, I have the utmost respect for you. But with all the respect, I tell people, you know, yes, you may follow my channel, but don't follow me. And I'll tell you why. All right. The reason why is because for me, I feel that I'm obligated to teach my people how we all could become leaders. Because you see, when we have the, the concept of everybody following one man or one woman, 
then they take out that one man or that one woman, it set us back another 50 years. <laughs> we have seen that over and over again. So I want to teach everybody everything that I know. So when they take out, if, if they take out Chief Kalanago, then we got another 10,000 Chief Kalanagos running around because they know the information as well. So now they have to do a, a mass genocide instead of just taking our chief alone. So that's number one. So I tell people, yes, I get what you're saying, but I like to correct that and put that in perspective. I want to teach everybody how to be a leader, okay? I don't want to fish for you. I want to teach you how to fish because if I fish for you, I can only feed you for one day. But if I teach you how to fish, you could eat for an entire lifetime. And that's why I'm very candid. I'm very transparent with the information that I bring. I don't want to hide anything. Anything that I know, I'm going to teach it. All right? I don't have to charge nobody for it because guess what? When you charge people for things and people pay you for things, that means you have, that, that means you have an earned income and you have to pay taxes. So I'm not stupid. I'm never on the internet charging for nothing. However, I say there may be a minimum donation. All right? It's the language. It's the way that you articulate yourself. Okay? When you charge, you are earning. That means you have to pay taxes. People don't realize that everything is free. Everything is actually free, but because you are using the federal notes, that's what you're paying taxes on, not because you're paying taxes on the thing. So you see, that's what they, that, that, that's misconstrued. So if, typical example, if I were to buy this speaker, the speaker is actually free, all right? But I'm under, I'm under the illusion I'm paying taxes on the speaker. No, I'm paying taxes for using the federal notes. I'm not speaker. You have a flat rate for the price. The tax is because you're using their money. Okay, so that's why taxes is optional. So if you're not using their money, you don't have to pay taxes. If you're not charging, you're not paying, you're not selling, then you don't have to pay taxes. But if you you could get donations, that's what churches do. They get donations. All right. So at the end of the day, you have I tell people like this, brother. For me, the reason why I'm able to articulate things is because I have time to think. I don't, I don't really watch TV. I don't listen to music, like the type of music that people listen to. This, oh, women is bitches and killing nigga. I don't, I don't do that. I don't listen to that stuff, all right? I'm always meditating, all right? I'm always thinking. You see, when your mind is clear to think, all of a sudden, all the thoughts that you need to attract, it comes. Everything is actually out there in the universe, right? And I'm gonna give you a simple analogy on that. Thought. When you look at the word thought, when you think of thought, thought, think, is thought is the past tense of think, right? What is thought? Even if we may not be able to articulate thought in, its ex- in, in, in the extent of what thought is, but everything is actually in thought, right? All creation came from thought because anything that you create, it came from where? It came from the thought, all right? So thought is the source of creation and thought is within the all, right? So I'm, I'm saying all that to say, when my mind is at ease and it's at peace, I'm able to go into thought and pull things out of the universe and be able to articulate it the way that I am because I'm always at peace. I don't stress myself. You know what I mean? Because I look at it this way. Everything that's going to happen is meant to happen. Okay? It doesn't matter. if you Listen, let me tell you something, man. If you have to go get knocked down by a car tomorrow, I don't care if you try to prolong it, you are going to get knocked down because your path has already been set. All we are doing is actually stepping into a script that has already been pre-written for us, but we are not aware of it. So even if you turn left or you turn right, it's the same thing. It was meant for it to happen. So I take the time to think. I take the time to meditate, to get clarity. And here's another thing. 
because I'm in tune with myself, whenever the universe or you call the great spirit or God or my ancestors, they have a download for me, my pineal gland always pulsate. So at that time, I know I got to chill. And I just go lay down, get the message, meditate on it, and then it's clear as day, man. It's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? We are powerful, brother. I got to, I got to, you know, right now, in terms of thinking, I'm racing. This is NASCAR. Right now, it's, it, it, it's Indy 500. It's NASCAR in here. One thing you said yeah. that, you know, <laughs> Chief, with yeah. all due respect, is my life. Yeah. The course of my life, <laughs> I, I was going here. <laughs> Then I, I, you know, this is the point where I met you, and it was like, boom. Right, right. The concept of a leader, you know, we talk about ego so much, you know, and we talk about leaders so much. And and from a complaining point, mm-hmm. we're killing all our leaders. Where's the next leader? Mm-hmm. We need a leader. So mm-hmm. then, you know, this is me. I'm on this path. Then yeah. I come to you and I'm like, I found the leader. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Come, you're thinking in the wrong terms. Right, right, right. That's, that's what led you guys mm-hmm. to the church. Ter- to the situation you're in now, yeah. you were so focused on a leader, you know, and you made it easy for the opposition, you know, because they say if you cut the head off, you kill the snake. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and Chief, I'm not lying to you. Today mm-hmm. I was talking to a sister and mm-hmm. she said to me, she said they can't kill all of us. Oh, no. Nah. And with all due respect, I took it with a grain of salt. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. They can't kill us all mm. without really, you know, gathering it all together. Mm. So, you know, within the course of my day, it's like, okay, they can't kill us all. Mm. But if we have one leader, mm. they can kill the leader. Yeah. But if we have someone who is not a leader, but is building us all up, mm-hmm. and we're all on that level, mm-hmm. now the significance of they can't kill us all goes to a whole new level. Absolutely, I agree. And and here's another thing, if I may interject, that, that you know, I'm just gonna build on what you are saying, right? The truth of the matter is, they cannot kill any of us, all right? They could only kill you if you want them to kill you. Only you could kill yourself. Because once again, when we're looking at kill and death, we're looking at death from a, a, a standpoint of a physical standpoint, right? Because people, have, they don't know who they are. They were not taught who they are or who they were. Now, I could just break it down real simple and show you the 360, the cycle in life and how life is continuous and all there is is life. There's no such thing as death. I don't believe, well, well, let me rephrase that. Let me don't use the word believe. I don't know a creator or the most high that believes in death. You see, that is just religious dogmas, okay? I know a creator that's only about life, and I'm gonna explain that to you, right? Look at the physical body. The physical body is not me, all right? The physical body is not me. If I were to do an example, KRS-One done, and many people, but I've done it as well. I'm gonna tell people like this, look at this phone. 
Now, if I were to ask you, my brother, what's the color of this phone, but don't say it out loud. I'm going to ask you what's the color of this, but don't say it. I don't want to hear anything you want to say. What's the color of this phone? I guarantee you said black, right? Right or wrong? Right. Let me ask you a question. You didn't move your mouth, but did you say black? Yes, sir. Did you hear yourself say black? Yes, sir. So who said it? That's the God in you, brother. We all got God in us. That voice that's in us. But we are so busy distracted. That's why they have to give you power. You know, housewives, football, basketball, all these games to play so that you could be distracted so you don't hear the most high in you. We all have the most high in us. But because we are in chaos, okay, there is no time for peace, no time for any type of serenity. We can't find what we are looking for. And everybody's always seeking, seeking, seeking. Well, let me ask you a question. While you are seeking, have you found a seeker? Ooh. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's the problem with us. We are seeking for something, but yet still the something we are looking for haven't found himself or herself. So that means we are in, uh, the majority of the people are lost, brother. So let me come back. Let me digress back to the concept of life is a 360. So I just proved to you that I'm not the flesh because I could talk to myself without opening up my mouth physically and hear myself and also speak. So that means there's something in me. So when the flesh dies, yes, the flesh dies, right? Dies and it goes into the ground. I guarantee you there is DNA that's being done from how many millions of years ago? So that means the DNA is still alive. Now in the dirt, what's in the dirt? You have trees. Don't the trees get the nutrients from the soil? So therefore, my DNA is in that soil. The trees is me. They are my ancestors. That's why they have to give me oxygen and I have to give them carbon dioxide and my spirit go back to the source and it's an all cycle again. So there's no such thing as death, physically or spiritually. Okay? So I just broke that down very simple and debunked all religion concepts. Now, uh, okay. bear with me. Uh... I can't sing, but sometimes I just get motivated and I just got to express myself. And I, I'm having my flashbacks from uh, when I was a kid. I was watching Lion King. The circle of life. <laughs> there is no such thing as death, brother. There's only life. And that's what I subscribe to. You know what I mean? So that's why for me, I have no fear. And when I say I have no fear, it doesn't mean that I don't get scared. Okay, getting scared doesn't mean that you are afraid. It's two different words, okay? I do get scared sometimes because I love my people. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, the fear that people speak of, I will go in the man's face and let him know, man, I'm indigenous, this is my land. And you, either you're gonna respect me or you're gonna get the hell out. You know what I'm saying? So that is just what I'm about. That's my nature, that's my spirit. But I would rather deal with things diplomatically, but the history of the invaders, they don't know how to be diplomatic. They don't know how to honor, honor their word. You see what I mean? So because I know that is a fact, then I reach out to the greater powers to deal with the situation. All I'm doing is just aligning myself and asking the creator to use me as a vessel. And that's all I'm doing, brother. I tell people we all have a past. And I tell people, I mean, I haven't had a tainted past. You know, I mean, thank heavens for that. You know, I grew up with both parents. But, you know, a lot of times people go into your past and say things and that tell people, listen, man, judge me for who I am today. You see what I'm saying? Because yesterday is gone. I cannot go back into yesterday and change anything. I cannot go into the future and pull anything out. But I am a be in. I am in the be. I am be in. That's who I am. And all I have is the present. And right now, that's what I live for. Truth, 
enlightenment and uplifting my people and nothing else brother you know to me my people come first yes there are other races there are other ethnic groups oh i don't I, yeah i mean i support our african cousins but to me first it's about the aborigines you got to fix home first before we could fix anything else and that's my mission that's my goal now one thing you were saying about fixing home <clears throat> um I know a lot of people refer to this land that we are on now as so-called America. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when when I was um, fortunate enough to be graced uh, on your platform, you were, you didn't call this land America. What do you call the land that we're on now? Well, of course, you know the landmass, you know, ha- has been coined, you know, many different names, but. Before it was called, you know, America, you know, um, a lot of, you know, the, the indigenous people called it Turtle Island. All right. But I, I built with a brother today and he said something very interesting. You see, what you have to realize is that land is just land. Without the people, the land is not the same. So I say what? It doesn't matter what they called it before. The point is of the matter is the people was here first. We were here first. So all that matters is the people. And that's why in every indigenous language, when you really break down what it means, it's either the first people, the first nations, the these people, it's always about the people. That's why they took the concept of our of our government um, preambles or constitution and in their preamble it says what? We the people because it's, it's always about the people. Okay, without the people, the people and the land is synonymous. So I don't care what it was called. The point is, who was here? My ancestors was here. Did they come on a ship? No, we have always been here. So therefore, I am one of we the people. And you know, if I could add value to that, and I I actually learned this in school, just to kind of give them a little justice, just a little. I was told that when they wrote that we the people, that wasn't original to them. That was something they received from the people who were here initially. Mm-hmm. You know, when they wrote all these documents, these concepts of we the people, those weren't European concepts because when they were over uh, in their form of government, it was uh, monarchies, it was kings, it wasn't it wasn't we the people. It was one person ruling yeah. with an fist. You know, you don't do what I say, then I kill you. Just, you know, really simple as that. And they didn't have those pure concepts until right. they came over here. You won't yeah. find anything yeah. in, in, in that thought over yeah, you're right. in... Yeah, you're right. And, 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 and they... And they actually acknowledge that in many documents. For instance, you know, House Resolution 331, where they took the concept of Iroquois Confederacy to build the United States. You know what I mean? So that is, that, that is a fact. Um, within our, our societies, even if we had a matriarchal society, it wasn't about, you know, this one person rule. It was community. It was village. You know what I mean? Everybody, we understood the concept of togetherness. And that's what we are missing as a people. And part of my mission statement is to make sure that my people come back to when something happened to me, it happened to you. When something happened to you, it happened to me. We got to stop only caring when it only happened to us. And we have to change that mindset, all right? And we have to change that paradigm for us to start making some progress. I was uh, talking to a brother about, you know, this, this was, I think I was in junior high at the time, you know, about Tommy Hilfiger at that, you know, I know since then we've had Gucci, we've had a different, you know, a lot of different attacks from the 
the dominant society, if you will even coin that phrase in terms of them. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I was talking to the brother and I'm like, you wear Tommy Hilfiger? And the brother said, you know, I said, why are we still supporting these people? We don't, I'm sorry, we know that they aren't, you know, um, they don't fancy us. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, unless, you know, and this was just his point of view. Mm-hmm. He said, unless Tommy Hilfiger comes into one of our brother's house mm-hmm. and says, you know, your mama is a B, mm-hmm. we're still going to support him because we're operating in an individual psyche. And if mm-hmm. I could just expound, uh, expand on that before I pass the talking stick back to you, that's been one of the things I harp on on mm-hmm. my channel. And um, I said to the family, I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be crumb snack. I don't want my my, my um, platform to be called Crumb Snatcher anymore. I want right. to be Crumb TV, and right. that would 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 reflect a communal platform. Right. You know, they they have CNN, they have um, uh, uh, NBC, uh, AB. You know, they have these communal platforms in which they all, you know, the best of the best within their society all come together and they share information. But, you know, when I was talking to the family about that, it was like, nah, Crumb, you need to just do you. You just need to focus on you and it should all be about you. And I was like, okay, you know, don't get me wrong. I appreciate you saying that. However, you know, what happened to United We Stand? And again, these are are, are, our... uh, Aboriginal indigenous concepts. What, what happened to United We Stand? Where, you know, we're, we're better when we come together. You know, and it seems like the family is so caught up in these European thoughts mm-hmm. that 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 no other people subscribe to. You know, the, what what we're seeing now, and, and you brought this up earlier, is you know. Um, not the Caucasian persuasion, but the Asian invasion. Mm-hmm. You know, we go to Jamaica, and the Asians out there they don't they don't subscribe to the ideology of God bless the child that has his own. Right, they don't right. Subscribe to the uh, of the ideology that you know we all we got. Yeah, yeah. And we all we need. And when they went in Jamaica, we yeah. saw that that was true. When mm-hmm. they went into South Africa, we saw that that was true. When yeah. they went into Nigeria, we saw that that was true. However, when I said, you know, I want to start working with the family, it can't just be me on this platform. I can't be alone. It's just something in my spirit is telling me that's not the way I should be setting an, setting an example. And that's why I even changed my platform and rebranded the whole uh, 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 operation. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, man, listen, you, you're, actually, you're, you're actually on the right frequency, brother. Um, even on my, flat, my platform, I've actually instituted um, or started, you know, um, a, a matriarch, you know, and twice, um, twice a month, we're going to have a, a, a matriarch bill where the platform is just for the matriarchs because, again, you know, this society is so male-dominated. And since that has happened, the patriots have actually taken over this system. You know, everything just literally flipped, turned upside down. Now, I'm not saying that to say that men are destructive. That's not what it means. It's just that there's no balance. And our sisters' voices, it has been buried. And that's not part of our culture. Okay, we had a matriarchal culture, not because women rule men, you see. And, uh, and all women have to find the balance and know what that means. They have to know what it means to be a matriarch. A matriarch doesn't mean that a man, a man just came in the room and gave you sex and you kicked him out or you ruled him. No, that's not what it meant. We honored our women because for one, a couple of reasons, right? 
we knew that we came from the woman. All right. So that whole thing they teach in their dogmatic religion that somebody took a rib from a man and make a woman. Listen, let's stop. Let's stop. We're not going to get into that, right? Okay, that's number one. So we all women, right? Number two, a woman has what's called intuition. We all have intuition, but the woman's intuition is so is heightened to the extent that she's able to communicate to communicate with Mother Earth because women feel women. They feel things. All right, so that's why in the matrix, the the one was the man, which is normally a chief or what you call um, Morpheus, right? And the oracle is a woman. All right, so that's the matriarchal system. All right, in our culture or in our yes, in our culture, right? The the, the, the there was a the, the clan mothers, okay? And the chief was chosen by the clan mothers, and that whether it was going to war or to keep peace. The decision was made by the clan mothers, okay? And then the chief would go for advice from them. That's the respect we had for our women. But all of a sudden, everything was reversed because the pale man, okay, and I'm, well, I've used the term Caucasian, but they are not Caucasians because they didn't come from the Caucasus Mountain. They actually, just the pale man, right? So the pale man came to our land disrespecting their women, beating their women, raping their women. Their women had no voices, period, okay? They saw the way we were treating our women and they learned that system, all right? And they taught us what they used to do to their women, to abuse their women, rape their women, and they taught it to us. So now we over here disrespecting our women while every time you look around, a pale man got a what? A ring on his finger. Now I'm not saying go put that ring on your finger because that's a whole nother, a whole nother topic. But the, the, the pale woman got a ring. They have learned the concept of respecting their women. I ask all people this question, okay? I know we all love music, and by nature, we are very, I mean, we, we, we have rhythm, we have soul, right? But I'm gonna ask you, brother, if you could honestly answer that question. Give me, tell me five artists from any other ethnic group in their songs, they call their women bitches, or they say, I'm gonna kill one of my own people. Give oh, me no. Five artists. oh no, oh no, I can't do it. I can't, I, uh-uh, uh-uh. So you see our problem? And that's what we promote. We promote the destruction of each other. And even if you have people who are actually doing it, we the people are the ones that's making it strive because we are supporting it. That's why self-destruction is a bitch. You feel me? I was told there's nothing wrong with copying. You just have to copy the right cat. And I'm not saying it because you're on the line with me right now. I'm saying because this is just truly what's been in my spirit, you know, in terms of, you know, that frequency that you're on. I said to myself, I said, you know, one thing, because, you know, in terms of me growing as a brand, I was like, what direction do I want the brand to to go in? And I said, okay, number one, I want to open a platform. I want it to have a more of a communal feel. Okay, got it. The other thing I I, I was saying is that, you know, what bothers me... if anybody takes the time to go through my videos, you're going to see a lot of topics mm. that are dealing with women. And mm. I felt as, even though I, I I gave right and exact information, you know, sources, you know, solutions, what have you, I felt wrong in my spirit. I said, you know, what I'm seeing in America is where 75% of all OBGYNs mm are men. And I was like, hold on, hold on. 
So we, we're, 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 our women are looking to, toward our men to tell them how to be women? Right, 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 right. How can a man tell you how to do something he's never done before? True. You know, so, you know, I, I saw where there was a paradigm shift within this, of course, based on the European, these gender wars. Because, you know, in terms of our people, we don't have gender wars. Everybody plays their position. But now we have men wanting to give birth and women wanting to, you know, whatever it is that the men is, is, is supposed to do within his role you know um when i was a child i played you know and, and bear with me i'm going somewhere with this right, okay. when i was a child my my parents gave me um uh incredible hulk to play you know the little action figures incredible hulk they gave me spider-man they gave me um you know just those toys because they were grooming me for a position within society hey you're gonna have to be a protector right. i need you to 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 look up to these guys who are protectors, you know, you know, one day you're going to have to be an Avenger, you know, one day you're going to have to be the superhero. And then my sister, I had a sister yeah. and they gave her um, the little cabbage patch kids and they groomed her for a certain position in society and oh. said, hey, you know, you know, as parents, as 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 a family, we, we want to groom her maternal instinct and, and you know, we want to groom the protector within him. And we see that with the kids. But now, you know, the, the little boys, you know, they, they tell him, don't even tell him he's a boy until age four but nonetheless nonetheless seeing all of those things and just kind of internalizing and digesting them as you were saying within meditation that that aha moment came to me and i said you know on my platform i need more feminine energy which brings me back to the initial thing that i was saying in terms of copying the right cat i said what what can i do and before I even say what I'm going to say, I saw on your on your channel where you had that divine feminine energy, but it didn't click for me. So now, okay, maybe I want to take a page from the Chief's book and twice a month, humbly, you know, you inspire me. Bear with me. I know you're not inspired. Yeah, um, please do, brother. Please do. I mean, if 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 I may. And I would like to suggest that because I plan on doing it bi-weekly, right? So I'll do it every other week. So the week that I'm not doing it, you do it. So now an entire month, we have two platforms that's just giving the sisters, you know, some sisters from your platform could come to mine, some of mine could go to yours, and we'll just do it like that. So all month, our women are speaking their truth, speaking their issues, coming together, loving each other. Because my thing is this, right? They're always teaching that. Every time you see two women try to, oh, I can't stand this B, I can't stand this B. That is not our culture. Okay, that is not our culture. Our women got along. Okay, all women got along until you lost your way. All right, as a matter of fact, just to build on what you're saying, in our culture, the young men at, at a certain age, they had to leave the home and go with the men. All right, out of the home into the wilderness. I'm talking about for months and years, even coming before coming back to see their mom because they had to go learn how to be men. All right, now the women. They stayed with the women, but even after a certain time as well, they have to go with their dads and learn how to hunt. But guess what? Guess who's doing that now? We have our children in the house playing video games all day, but guess what the pale man is doing? They got their children in the wilderness learning how to shoot, learning how to fish, learning how to They took everything from our script and flipped it, and y'all over here playing games and your children on phones and video games. I mean, we are the ones crippling our people. We have to take some type of responsibility. Stop blaming everything on the man. The man ain't doing nothing to you. You're doing it to yourself. 
That is just the truth. And who don't, I mean, if y'all don't, if y'all don't like what I'm saying, I really don't care because I'm just going to keep it real. I'm not here to appease anybody. I'm here to speak the truth. We are our biggest enemy. I mean, granted, they are using a lot of things to keep us back, but that has never held us back before. We make too many excuses. You feel me? We are the most enduring people on the planet. <laughs> our cousins, our African cousins have the endurance or the tenacity that we have as a people. We are the strongest people on the planet. But because you don't know who you are, you are the weakest. And that's a fact. And I'm not going to retract that statement. I'm going to stand on that. And I'm going to echo those sentiments. You know what I mean? Because it's true, man. We have, we have built the world. Tell me one culture okay, around the world that have anything that they originated. We gave the world soul. So what does that mean? We are the soul children, right? We give them rock and roll, okay? We give them, what we give them? We give them jazz. We give them R&B. We give them rap. Everybody think the drum came from Africa. No, it came from South America, all right? Everybody think that voodoo came from Africa. No, it came from Brazil, okay? So y'all gotta know who y'all are. You got to know your history. You got to know your story. All right? Stop listening to these people making us think we all came from slave ships, fam. That's a lie. Okay? We are the soul children. We had soul. What did they do? Okay? They took... We had soul, right? What they had to do? They gave us disco and they disconnected us from our soul. When they gave us disco, we got disconnected. We got what? Crack? Cocaine. Y'all want the truth? Can y'all really handle the truth? You know, uh, I I have to be a little bit rhetorical. So you're telling me my ancestors did not stab each other in the back and sell each other into slavery. And then the ones who got uh, sold into slavery, they didn't just, okay, and just laid there and just waited to go to, you know, wherever they were going. And then when they got there, they just, I'm a happy. So <laughs> that's not the reality. Nah, brother, check this out, right? I mean, the whole narrative, okay, yes, we have some ancestors that sold out. I got to keep it real, right? I got to keep it real. But people think that the whole concept of slavery started with the transatlantic slave trade. That's not true, okay? When these people came in, when I say these people, it wasn't pale people. You see, history wasn't told in its proper context. When the dark-skinned people, some may call them Moors, whatever, Jew, black, black Jews or black Hebrews, whatever you want to call them. They were the one who came here and we broke bread with them as brothers. Okay, we got into commerce with them. We sold them land. You feel me? And then what they did, they started turning against us and started enslaving us. That was the barbary slave trade where they were taking Indians, okay, from America, Turtle Island and selling us to Africa selling us to Europe, selling us to Britain, selling us to Portugal, selling us to Spain, all over the places. They were selling us all over the world. That was the first slave trade. Now, don't mind you, indentured servitude existed from time immemorial. That has always been there, okay, for a very, very, very long time. But I'm talking about slavery, what we call slavery, okay? The American Indians were enslaved first when people who look just like us, okay, Moors, who came here and they sold us out, okay? They fought us for what was ours. They created the 13 colonies and they tried to take what we had. We fought back. Since the inception of the colonizers, we have fought about over almost 300 wars 
with these colonizers and our ancestors, our people have never lost a physical war. That's how strong we are, all right? But Queen Isabella said, you know what, man? And Ferdinand said, listen, these Indians, they are very, they are godly people, in Dios, in Digo, in, they are in God. So we gotta show them some type of compassion. You feel me? So she said, let us stop enslaving these Indians. We gotta find another way. So what they started doing, they went to one of the nobles in Britain, which at that time was a dark-skinned man. All the royals in England was the real nobles. The real royalty is dark-skinned. That fake-ass queen, they got this. She ain't the real queen, all right? That's number one. Number two, they started... The, the pale face was actually the vagabonds in England, and they were slaves all over the world. So they took them and brought them into the new world. They said, hey, listen, we got this new world. We need, we, you, do you want an opportunity? You will go to the new world, work for seven years, and then we'll give you some land, you'll get married, you'll have your freedom. So they brought some of them here as indentured servants. They used the term indentured, but not slaves. Okay, they were slaves, period. So they came here as slaves. Some of them came by force, and some of them came by free will. So they're worse. They're criminals, they're rapists. They brought them here for a new experience. When they were dying from the hard work and the sun, okay, the, 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 um, the leaders, King George and all of them, the Moors, they said, okay, you know what, man? Let's go to Africa and get some of our brothers. And that's when Africans started coming here to be enslaved, all right? And then we were still bossing ass. Even at that time, when they brought African slaves, American Indians were free. The American Indians are the free colors they talk about. We have always been free. You feel me? Always been free. And when we had farms, and then they switched the name from farm to plantation and making us think we were working on plantations, it's all trickery. Mm. So that's a bunch of bullshit. Yes, some of them were enslaved, but the majority of us was already free, and we remained free. That's you, One of my best videos, I... It, which was one of my first videos. I did a video, a two-part video called Gullah Wars, part one and part two. Mm-hmm. And in the in those videos, I went through the 100 years mm-hmm. and just went through battle after battle where our people showed military genius, tenacity, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the true warrior spirit, mm-hmm. and you know, just kind of put it out there. And once you know, the videos didn't do very well initially. Once Kanye West said slavery was a choice for whatever reason, I don't, I, I don't even know how it happened. But I put it around, and the videos got like 20, 30,000 views. I'm like, wow! I didn't think people were interested in hearing the stories of how. Just as you said, we never lost the war. Nah, we never did. We never did. How, let me tell you how we lost. We what we started losing. They started playing the games with us mentally. That's that's how we started losing, right? Because, brother, you have to really get the concept of what's going on, right? Why do you think they have to change our identity? We are the only race of people on the planet whose identity has changed seven times, okay? You tell us that we are Africans, but yet still, an African has always been an African. A Nigerian has always been a Nigerian. A Ghanaian has always been a Ghanaian. An Ethiopian has always been an Ethiopian. Why does the so-called African-American get to be a Negro, colored, Afro, black, nigger, um, 
I mean, just just name it, African American. Why do we get to be all of that? You know why? Because they get they know that if we know that we were the Indians, the spirit of the Indian is not is not subtle. Meaning that we are a people, we are warriors by nature. Okay, we don't stand bullshit. We fight for what's ours, and they know that. So they have to take your identity by changing your name. Another example they gave you. They make you think it was in Africa, but that was our story. The Lion King. That's our story. That ain't got nothing to do with Africa. That little lion they put in the zoo. Okay, that forgot he was a lion. That's us. We forgot who we were. Now, we're bringing back part two, where the lion know he's a lion, and he's starting to roar, and we're about to roar some shit up. You see what I'm saying? Let me tell you something, brother. These people know who we are. If all these little so-called gangsters and little thugs in the streets know that this is their home, they ain't black, they ain't African-American, they're American Indians, and let that energy of our ancestors get in them, bro, guns can't stop us, knives can't stop us, tanks can't stop us, drones can't stop us, and they know that. But their time is up, so I'm just waiting. I'll wait. Now, uh, we've, we've been live for about an hour and a half now. I wanted to kind of just step back to the introduction portion. I want to remind the family, if you could support the Super Chat. I am live here with our Chief. Chief, if you could tell the people who you are, where they can find you at. Sure. You could tell us, uh, again, if you don't mind, humbly, I'm requesting yeah. uh, 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 the book that you've authored, just okay. to kind of reiterate those things one more time, please. All right, for sure, for sure. Um, yes, um, family, um, you know, you know, brother, you know, um, Scrum is doing a lot of, a lot of, you know, great work bringing the information to the people, you know what I mean? So I'm asking, you know, to support the brothers, to support the brothers platform, because too many of us, you know, would rather spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars on getting student loans, loans to learn what? Anything. We get student loans to be, to learn how to be more in debt, right? So now we're getting information that's, that's helping you free your mind, but not just free your mind, but free your soul, free your spirit, all right? So support the brother. I mean, he got 19,000 subscribers. If everyone were to give him a dollar, the brother would be good for a good five months where he could just do research and do what he loved. You know what I mean? So people like him and us, you know, our people should support us. So I implore you to support the brother. You know what I mean? That's number one. And um, once again, um, I tell people, you know, um, I'm not a master teacher. Don't call me that. I, I, I don't I, I don't accept that title. However, I am a student of life. I am a, a great student. I, I don't know anything. I'm a, as a matter of fact, I'm a fool. You know, and the reason why I'm... And don't confuse me being a fool to being foolish. I'm not foolish, but I'm a fool, meaning that I'm an empty vessel. Okay, so therefore, I am always willing to learn information. And what I do is, whenever I get any type of information, what I do is I, I search. Because I hear people say, oh, well, I'm going to research. Well, how can you research something you never know how to search, you never found? So first, you have to search, okay? Because we're doing things, just, we just always following things. No, you got to search first, family. Okay, you don't have to start with research. Because if you haven't searched in the first place, then you research. So first you have to search, seek in truth. And then when you search, okay, then research, cross-reference. And after you do all that, because all that's external, what do you do? Now you in-search. That's why I'm able to articulate things because nobody's in-searching. Everybody's out-searching. You feel me? But that being said, you know, my um, YouTube channel is um, American Aboriginal Sun. And um, Sun is spelled S-U-N. You guys can go subscribe. 
Um, the book is called Everyone's Asleep on Less. Like I said, I just ordered a few copies. And um, it's just basically meant teaching people the basics, okay, so that you have a true understanding of what's happening, okay? Because too many people are oblivious as to, they, they think because they go to work, their children go to school, they could turn on a TV, they could, they could use a car, or they could have a date. They think that they are free. No, the enslavement is in the mind, which brings me back to what I was about to say. We never want a physical war, but they beat us with the mind. Not that we are stupid, only because the English language wasn't our language, okay? And in English, we speak three different languages in one. You feel me? You speak standard English. That's what you learn in school, the proper. So, well, the proper, right? And then you have slang. Slang is what we speak in the street. Like, what up, son? You know what I'm saying? What are That's slang. And then you have legalese. And what's killing our people is legalese. Legalese is a complete different language. It sounds like English, but it's not English. That's why when the police stop you, they say what? You have the right to remain silent because anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. When they tell you that, shut the hell up because you're not speaking English. And I'm gonna give you a typical example. When you're in court, the simple word, if I'm in the street and I say, your son, you understand me? You're gonna say yes or no. That means, do you comprehend? In the court, it doesn't mean that. It means that, are you under me? So when you say yes, that means you are in your jurisdiction. So legalese is a complete different language. You feel me? So once we got introduced to English and all these contracts started being written and all these, these treaties, then all of a sudden they start telling them, well, that's not what we meant, and start showing them all these different, all these different meanings, and they started ratifying all these treaties. That's why now you're able to have all these fake five dollar Indians that's in our place because all the treaties were ratified. You feel me? So at the end of the day, man, we got a lot of work to do, man. And don't get it wrong. We are victorious. Our victory is already waiting for us. That's why I take so much pleasure in what I do because I know we have already won. And I am going to live to experience it because you know what? I cannot die. I am immortal. You feel me? I'm a deity. And some people may say, oh, oh, he's cocky. No, I'm not cocky. I just know who I am. If you don't know who you are, don't be mad at me. Because if I was made in the likeness and image of God, then damn it, I'm a God. And I, I yield I yield the mic. Or the talking stick, bro. You know, yeah. Um, in in honor of our culture, you know, because uh, uh, prior to uh, uh, coming, crossing your path, yeah. I was saying that, but in, in honor of our, our, our ancestors, the talking stick, absolutely. You know, um, brother, I have not come across... Okay, look, look, you have such a beautiful spirit, brother. Appreciate that. I, I see yours too, brother. You have a beautiful spirit as well. You know, real recognize real. Yeah. I was talking to the family and I, you know, kind of just going through some of my emotions. I said, you know, when Dick Gregory died, rest in power, and we, we understand based off the law of conservation, there is no such thing as death. Uh, energy can neither be created nor destroyed, only transferred. I kind of talked about that in my Soul Decoded video, which you compliment very well in this video. And um, when when he transitioned, rather, um, they, they say when an elder transitions, a, elder, a, a library burns down. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, I said, you know, I've I've studied to show to show myself approved. Mm-hmm. Why why doesn't anyone uh, 
take crumb under the wing and help help build me up and lead me in the right direction. You know, my father has transitioned as well. And right. I'm not crying a river or or anything like that. But one thing my father had taught me, he said, you know, after me, you will still have a father. You right. that that spirit that I teach you in, that I groom you in, right. you will find that spirit within other men, you know, or, or what we call a father figure. Mm-hmm. And, and I was saying to the family, I was like, you know, how we saw with um, some of the internet sensations. Mm. Pharaoh had Sarasu and Seti. We mm. saw where um, where uh, his name is. I'm gonna tell you right now. My apologies. Doctor Ben was grooming. Um, I forgot his name, but my apologies. We so, saw okay. a lot of brothers mm. or even sisters. They you know they had those people grooming them. And even right now, you know, I'm almost 40. I'm almost 40. I got a baby face and my hair won't grow. Bear with me. I'm definitely grown. But even at this point in my life, I understand that I need a brother like yourself to help guide me in the right directions. And I know as an up and coming, you know, and, and, and just to add value, you know, I've never claim to be a master teacher. I have always told the family, you can go look at my Instagram. I'm not saying it because you said it. I put on my, they they say, tell the people about yourself. The first thing I I said to describe myself, master student. A student of life. With all due respect, I'm not in any any hurry to graduate. I enjoy learning. Uh, But I said, you know, to be a good uh, to be a good leader, you must be a good follower. And I've, I've, I've been ready and asking the answers. And I told you this the first time I spoke to you on the phone. Yeah. I, I, I asked the ancestors for you, Chief. You know, with all due respect, I asked the ancestors for you. I said I deserve somebody to take me under their wing, to, to take me to that next level, to help me, you know, and 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 groom me within the way of our ancestors. And then you you appear out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, well, here's the thing, brother. Um, if I may, you know, um, add on what you're saying. Um, you see, the the, the thing is. And I know what you mean when you say I appear out of nowhere, but the truth is I'm everywhere. You know what I mean? And it's a matter of us not being able to see what we seek. So now that your eyes is open, you're able to see what you're seeking. You know what I mean? But we are everywhere and we are nowhere because we are we are encompassed in the all. You feel me? And the reason for me, the reason why I tell people I'm a master student is because of this, right? I have... I have a, a cup here, right? Now, if I were to take this 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 bottle of water, and by the way, I only drink distilled water. If I pour water in this cup and it's to the brim, right? How can a full cup ever get more water? So I always have to stay empty so that I could receive. But too many people, you see what I'm saying? And that is that's what it means. It's more, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna use the word blessed because I don't use that word blessed, it's a curse. But it, it is more giftful. To give than to receive because you see if this cup is filled and i'm able to give it to somebody i'm empty this cup and give it to somebody that means i'm ready to receive again mm. many of us always have a filled cup and we are always got our hands out give me give me give me but you got a filled cup that's why you don't prosper that's why the most i ain't got you walking in the light because you are selfish you only think about yourself but i keep an empty cup 
So what I'm doing, I'm filled with information. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to the people. And then I go back to the creator. I go back to the most side. My cup is empty. I've given, I've given all I got. And they give me. So I don't worry about anything, brother. I'm, 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 I'm highly favored. You know what I mean? And that's why I can speak with so much confidence because I know what the, 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 the most I is doing through me and I know what they have shown me. You know what I mean? So it's all love, brother. It's all love. And I would be honored to pass on the information that I have to you and, and help you groom yourself so that, you know, who knows what's going to happen that you're able to pass on what you are taught. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I'm honored. So, you know, thank you for that. You know, and um, Onyx, Onyx, I'm, I'm, I'm rising. That's my sister. Thank you for supporting my brother's um, super chat. You know what I'm saying? That That's one of um, you know, my peoples, you know what I'm saying? So thank you for supporting the brother. And I, I encourage others to do the same as well. I've, I've gained more from you on this live than can be monetized, than can be quantified with yes. any monetary amount, you know? So with that said, I, I, I am humbled for everything that comes to my my way and i wanted to say this as well i was uh reading a book and i can't remember exactly name but it was something to the effect of seven traits of highly successful people that may not have been a title but it was something along that line and um the guy was talking about giving and taking Mm-hmm. And and he, he he told a story. He said there was a rich man in this town, a small town, but he was the richest man in the town. Mm-hmm. And he fell in a river and he was being swept downstream into his death. And everybody in the river, you know, because it's a small town, word got around quickly. Mm-hmm. So uh, once he did that, um, uh, really quickly, just want to acknowledge the family. Uh, yeah. Mo Sunshine, much love and, and, and appreciation. Salute. As he goes down the river, mm-hmm. everybody in the city knows if they save him, mm-hmm. they're good for life. Right. So everybody runs to the to the the edge, the bank, and well, not the bank money, but the the, the edge of the river. And mm-hmm. they said, "Give me your hand! Give me your hand! Give me your hand!" And mm-hmm. the man wouldn't reach out to anybody, and he's almost about to, to drown. Mm-hmm. So then this one man reaches out his hand and he grabs it. So you know, and surely enough, the rich man. Uh, gifts him with a lot of money. So while the man is enjoying his money, the, the rest of the city or the people in the city uh, uh, go around him and say, how did you get him to give him your hand? Mm-hmm. He said, well, he's a rich man. Mm-hmm. He's been hearing, give me all his life. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, give me your hand. Right. I said, take my hand. Right, right, right. And it was just that that use of the words you know dealing with that psychology which really changed uh shout out to glorious lord jim i am humbled and grateful uh, you. But, you know, just as you were saying how you know you've looked at things through a different lens through a different perspective and it has put you in a position to where you've been able to flourish and it was like you know that's confirmation because I I've heard that time and time again. However, I've never heard it from one of our people. I've only heard it from them. Yes. So you know, that's confirmation for me. Oh no doubt. And thank you, Aboriginal American deity. Thank you for supporting my brother's channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great. But, but, but brother, just to you know, just to build on on on, on what you're saying, um, you know. One thing, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of our people, right, and not just our people, but people in general, you know, we tend to, you know, to operate in the flesh, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. I mean, of course, the flesh needs its gratification, but too many of us are worshiping the flesh. 
too many of us are worshiping materialistic things. You know, we have allowed materialism to become our deity. You see what I mean? And um, what people people have to really truly understand. Let me just say um real quick. Um, thank you to um Whisper. What is that? Whisper Whisper Willow for supporting my brother's channel. Thank you. Much gratitude. All right. And I encourage others to support as well. The brother is doing great work. You know what I mean? So here, here's another thing, brother. You know, what we have to realize is that we have to step up, okay, our vibrations. Now, once you step your vibrations up, um, thank you to Sean Blaze for, um, you know, for the donation. Give thanks, all right? Once you have stepped up your vibrations, vibrations take you to a frequency, okay? And what people don't realize is that the frequencies are always there. But because you are tuned to the wrong radio station, you are not tuned into that frequency, all right? I'm gonna give you a typical example. If you're traveling in your car, right? And on 97.1 is your favorite music station in your home. So you're on the right frequency. But the further you travel away, you're gonna start hearing some static and all of a sudden you hear a whole different music, right? So uh, right now, our people are dancing to a music, a tune, because they are not on the frequency that they're supposed to be on. You feel what I'm saying? So once we get back to the frequency we're supposed to be on, we are gonna be hearing the same music. That's why at certain times, you're thinking of somebody and they call you and you be like, oh, my, how did you know I was thinking about you? I just called. Because you were on the same radio station. You were on the same frequency. And that's how we have. But we have lost it because we don't take the time to come into ourselves and listen and get in tune and fine tune ourselves because we always looking for the world outside of us to change and we don't want to change the world within. You see what I'm saying? Everybody's always without. But if you're always without, then that means you are without. But it's only mm. within. Okay? You focus on the within, then you're able to build what's within. You feel me? And hence, again, I like to use the allegories of the Bible, not because I subscribe to the Bible as a book that came from a sky daddy, but it has allegories. And when I say allegories, an allegory means it's not meant to take it literally. So I don't take it literally. But that's what it means when it says, slaves, obey your earthly masters as you would your God in heaven. That wasn't meant because people are going around thinking that, how could you believe in a God? And again, I'm using that word God very lightly. God that will tell you, you're supposed to be a slave. That is not my God. That may be your God, but it ain't mine. But let me break down the analogy of that for you, brother. Slave, obey your earthly masters as you would your God in heaven. And the Sphinx said it quite eloquently without even speaking just by symbolism this is what it means slave obey your earthly master the slave is the physical body what's the earthly master the earthly master is that voice you heard in your head so the physical body is supposed to be the slave of the higher self but therefore because we're not in tune with ourselves our slave is the master of our higher self so now we are flipped upside down and we're just all over the place and we are lost so once you have found yourself and you know that you're a deity, look at the space. You have the human head and the animal body. Be in control of your animalistic ways and you will be taken to a higher frequency. You'll start feeling like a god. That's what they are missing. Religion ain't gonna teach you that. You just blew my whole mind with that one. I've heard that verse within the Bible more so within my conscious community walk within uh, righteousness mm. more often than any other verse 
but I've never heard anybody break it down so eloquently. Oh my. Okay. But that's what it means, brother. You know, those who have eyes, let them see, and those who have ears, let them hear. Obviously, everybody have physical ears, right? Everybody have physical eyes. So therefore, it's not what you think it means. They are talking about what we just experienced earlier. You spoke, but you heard without your mouth opening, right? When you're able to see, okay, when your pineal gland, that light is able to shine and you'll be able to see things that's not physical, things that are not even tangible. That's what it means. When you're in tune, you're supposed to hear things that people can't hear. You're supposed to see things that they can't see. So we have a lot of spiritual work to do. I'm saying all this to say, not to impress you, but to impress upon you that we have to focus more on the within than, than the, the, the without. We have to focus more on the spiritual aspect of our existence than the physical attributes of our existence because we are chasing an illusion, okay? I have never seen anybody so-called die and take the money with them. Yes, great, but that didn't mean you took it with you. Okay, I've never seen them. I've seen them put cars in graves, but that don't mean you took it with you. The only thing you take with you is your intent, your emotions. Okay, that's all. That's what you take with you when you transition. And that's all you remember. So if all you're focusing is on physical things and materialistic things, then that's what you're going to take with you. What good is is it to a man to profit the world and lose his soul? So I'm not going to lose my soul. That's all I got. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I am walking on my soul. So when I step, I step like a deity because where's your soul? The soul is underneath your feet. <gasps> but many of you, you, when is the last time your feet touched the ground? When is the last time your feet touched mama earth? You feel me? Because your soul is not connected. You see me, I know where my soul is at. So when I walk, I walk like a deity, fam. I, I wanted to acknowledge Malik and the Taz Show. Thank you so much. The Taz Show actually reached out and they wanted to ask a question. And I, I don't want to hold you longer than two hours. No, I mean, thank you for the time you've given me. Yeah. Um, but before I let you go, I just, you know, I want to ask you really quickly if you could just kind of bear with me on that one. Uh, take your time, brother. Take your time. I'm not in a rush. I'm, I'm here as long as you want me to be here. I'm good. Okay. Um, the brother says, ask him what's his stance. <clears throat> Uh, on the so-called Latinos, he's intrigued by your understanding. If you could take a, you know, uh, mm. share well, that. Well, Latinos, right? When we speak of Latinos, people think of Spanish people, right? If you know, to for, for the, the, the the extent of things, right? But the term Latino come from Latin, you know, you know, like Latin Latino is is not Spanish. But that's what they're making people think. That's number one. Number two, Latinos are actually mixed, okay, with indigenous people and some of the colonizers. So hence, a lot of those people are actually Tainos. Tainos and some are Arawaks, you know, but more so Tainos, all right? They're not Latinos. They are actually Tainos. So that's the best way I could break that down for you, like Puerto Ricans, right? Dominicans, some Haitians, also Haitians and Arawaks, Cubans, all that's Taino. They are not Latinos, all right? Yes, they are mixed with some of that Latin de- um, descent or ancestry or some Spaniards, but the majority of them are actually Tainos. They are also, they have Aboriginal ancestry in them. Well said. Um, I-, I did have to wrap it up, but I wanted to put this out there to a lot of your subscribers. 
Okay. If 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 the sisters, if the matriarchs, if the women would accept my invitation, you know, um, if you could come, if, if if you sisters could come on my platform, and you know. I don't want to be involved in that. I, I want the sisters to take the lead on that. If you could come on my platform, I know he, let's say he does it the first and the third. If you could come, the sisters, the matriarchs, the, 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 that divine feminine energy, if you could come on my platform on the second and the fourth to share those you, you, your measure of understanding, that divine feminine energy on my platform, I would be humbled and grateful my platform is communal. I really want the family to come and grace me with your wisdom. I wanted to make that request of the sisters, you know, and the other sisters who already subscribe to, to, to uh, Crumb TV. If you could join and we could really show a, a, a effort of unity. You know, I want to bring, a, you know, before we let, you know, uh, depart, I want to have a call to action for... Yeah the women to come on my platform and take the lead. You know, I don't want to be there. I don't want, hey, what does Crumb think? You know, you've already heard enough from me. I want to have a call to action for the sisters, the matriarch, that divine feminine energy to accept my humble request and to come and to continue that, that work that you've done on his platform and channel and to bring it to mine. That's my humble request and call to action. Yes, and um, brother, I will totally support you with that. And that's a commitment that I'm making to our matriarchs. And uh, you are making that commitment as well. So at least four times a month, you know what I'm saying? They have a platform where they're able to come and just speak to the people and speak about anything because they need a voice. They need an outlet. And I'm tired of their voices being choked up. I'm tired of our people not hearing from them. Our young women are not seeing enough examples of sisters in a positive life. You know what I'm saying? So we have to change the paradigm. But before we conclude, brother, um, I know you said we're looking for the divine energy and, you know, um, the words that we use, okay, we have to be very mindful of that, right? So when we say divine, okay, for me, and that's just my perspective, right? I don't subscribe to the divine and I'll tell you why. Because if you have a vine, right? And on a vine, you have grapes, right? Okay, so now when you take the grapes off the vine, what are you doing? You're divining, you're disconnecting it. So when you say you're divine, you're disconnecting yourself from the source. So right now we're in the process of revining. Okay, because we are already disconnected. Because we, are, a lot of us have lost our way. So let us revine. So let us look for the sisters who are willing to revine, and brothers who are willing to revine to that spiritual, universal, magnetic source and energy. All right. So we could come together. So now we could be a great vine and be beautiful and blossom. You know what I mean? So everything is in the word that we speak. The word in the beginning was the word. The word become flesh. So we have to be mindful of the words that we speak because when we speak we speak the language of the most high so we have to speak those words that we could manifest so let's vine let's revine let's revine yeah one thing I want to show the family in terms of my style I was raised in a culture where you know you People didn't want to be corrected. It was a shock to their ego, so on and so forth. But um, uh, as far as my energy, I thrive on that. And right. my ideology is this mantra. Mm -hmm. And my mantra is keep me honest. Mm -hmm. 
No doubt. Be honest. You know, I am my brother's keeper. My brother is my keeper. He keeps me honest. Yeah, and same here. Same here. Same here. You know, if I'm if I'm treading on thin waters, man. Listen, regardless of what you know, I mean, please. You know, bring me back to shore. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to look out for each, for each other, and that's what I'm doing. You know. So with that being said, man, um, I hope you know everybody go to my channel. You know, American Aboriginal Sun S U N. Subscribe Facebook Chief Kalanago, um, Instagram Chief Kalanago Flying Eagle, and continue to support my brother here because he's doing great work. You know what I'm saying? And any any resource that he need or he want, as long as it's within my reach, he got it. You know what I'm saying? I know that he lives across state. Anytime he want to come down east, our home is his home. You know what I'm saying? And not just him. If he has a wife, his children, whoever, my home is his home. So I just want to put that out there in the public, let everybody know that you are my brother and nobody's going to change that. Nobody's going to take that away from me. I want to thank you so much for everything you've done for me. Keeping it 100% honest, you have honestly changed the course of my life. From this day on, mm -hmm. I am a new, renewed spirit, not divine, right. revine. And I want to thank you for everything you've done for me, for everything you're going to do. And I, I want to put that same energy out there and, and pledge allegiance to we the people. Indeed. Thank you, Chief. And it namaste, brother. All right, family, thank you for the opportunity and thank you for, um, you know, embracing me on your platform. I hope we get to do, I know we'll get to do it again, but I'm looking forward to it. And with that being said, have a great continuation because life is about continuation. So enjoy yours and we will talk soon. Peace. Well, I'm not going to say peace. I'm going to say wholesomeness, life and love. All right. Yes. Life and love. All right. Take care. All right. I am your brother, Crumb.